Hey everyone, so here is homework assignment number four, and um, I'll read the assignment, and I suggest you pause, go do it, and then come back and you can hear my reflections. So number four is, and this is the third one under step one, read acceptance was the answer in the big book. Again, you can get that online and I'll have it on the website, uh, the podcast website, And then write 10 examples of powerlessness, 10 examples of how my life is unmanageable, and 10 examples of how I romanticize alcohol slash sugar food. You don't have to put alcohol in there if it doesn't apply, but if it does apply, you can add that unless you've already worked your steps in AA and then don't. It's just the idea of, you know, for sugar addicts that we can you know, think we're not eating sugar and then, um, but suddenly we want a glass of wine with everything. So that's why for me, I included alcohol and sugar as, uh, as sort of one thing and then food in general. So again, 10 examples of how I romanticize alcohol, sugar, and food. And just to give you, uh, an example so that you understand what I mean by that, um, Uh, so the, uh, example that my sponsor at the time gave to me was her coming home after a hard day's work and feeling like a glass of wine would just be, you know, perfect. Like it was the perfect moment, perfect. Like somehow that would make everything a lot better. Um, and then, uh, for me, the romanticizing, uh, food was like there's something magical um, about birthday cake like it's magical so that's just a couple of examples there so I suggest you stop go do that and then keep listening uh, so now that you're keep listening I don't really have anything you know it's kind of self-explanatory so and it's been a while since I've done this so I'll try to think of um, examples of uh, examples of powerlessness. So 10 examples of powerlessness would be, you know, and again, this was when I was um, in my big relapse and suddenly I was bulimic and whatever. And um, it was, I would wake up in the morning and I would not want to, uh, I would not want to have sugar that day. And by three o'clock, I was walking to the coffee shop on the corner that had it's very similar to Starbucks it was Martha Brothers where it would have coffee but then it would have this whole case it was better than Starbucks and that it had this whole case of pastries um and so uh that's a definition of powerlessness or um an example powerlessness is how I would um or you know try to do a one plate rule no second helpings and you know and I would totally want that and then there would be something like say you know a baked potato or something you know and it was typically like white flour or or it was something that had a lot of fat or um, sugar or flour and you know after saying I'd only have one then I would I would have seconds I would have more Um, 10 examples of powerlessness would be that I would try to not purge no matter what. And then, um, I would, uh, and that, but if I got past a certain level of fullness, I could not handle it. 
And, um, and so actually that was part of my recovery with bulimia is that no matter how much I ate, I had to make sure I didn't cross this line. I could handle being, you know, feeling a little full, but I could not handle being feeling stuffed or feeling uncomfortable. I was definitely powerless. Um, in terms of bulimia, I was also very powerless over um, if my emotions got too big for too long, then I would uh, st- start moving towards a, a binge and a purge because I wanted the um, metaphorical experience of getting all of my feelings out. And then for those who don't know, after you purge, your body thinks that you were just sick. And so after you throw up, it then floods you with endorphins and all of this like, there, there, baby, it's okay, um, hormones and, and everything like that. And so, or I don't know if they're hormones, but you know what I mean, um, neurons and stuff like that. And um, and so you do actually get a big relief after um, purging. Uh, so that's powerlessness. Um, of course, 10 examples of powerless could be also in that was, you know, this now goes back to when I first got into program, you know, every night thinking about how the next day I was going to really pull it together and really follow the diet or whatever it was. And, you know, and I would last till about 10 a.m. Um, but the night, but that night I would do the same, I'd have the same thought pattern. I'm just really going to pull it together. I'm just going to really, you know, um, the other example of powerlessness is making a decision before entering a restaurant, um, about what I was going to do or how I was going to try to eat health. And then as soon as I was looking at the menu, that plan went out the door. So just these real strong examples of, you know, making a decision to do something. And then once the food is in my vicinity, or, you know, once the craving hits, you know, um, my convictions were just out the door. Uh, 10 examples of how my life is unmanageable. And again, um, I needed help with that because I was a manager, not literally, but I was actually, I mean, I didn't have the title of manager, but I was responsible for managing all this stuff. So I needed to change that to how my life is not what I wanted to be, despite my incredible managerial skills. <laughs> and, um, and so I just was able to, you know, obviously I was able to focus on, um, my body, like how I felt about my body, how I felt about my weight, um, and I did try to, uh, and and this exercise will, in the next exercise, it'll even be even more writing on this. But I just tried to focus on 10 examples of how my life is not what I, you know, that I wasn't in a um, loving relationship. Um, that, uh, uh, let's see, um, well, for me, that I was sick you know, because of that I had worked myself to a place that my PTSD and my work drive had driven me to a place of exhaustion. Um, yeah, things like that. Uh, oh, that I worked all the time. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then, so that's enough of that example. And then 10 examples of how I romanticize um, alcohol slash sugar and, uh, food, uh, definitely the birthday cake, you know, um, also that like the perfect evening was an awesome DVD in a big, huge bag of popcorn. 
uh, that was perfect um that was like a perfect night alone by the way comfortable I mean it just made me so happy (laughs) um uh romanticize a bit going out for breakfast so going out to restaurants was um a big way that I romanticized food like someone cooking me um just this really amazing food that was a, a a big deal for me because you know as I've shared in my story uh, my parents were very um, neglectful and and very emotionally abandoning but they were uh, foodies and chefs and so we I ate like I lived in a restaurant all the time and just elaborate breakfasts and um, incredible dinners so I think that um so I know that we all talk about how food is love, but I, you know, I also knew that I was, because my friends would, who would be eating like, you know, hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. And meanwhile, I'm having, you know, recipes from Paul Prudhomme and, and, you know, just incredible Italian recipes. And they went through Asian. I mean, they just, so I think that um, going out, to a restaurant and having just this ex- extensive meal was also just very a way of romanticizing that I was getting all of my needs met somehow in this meal. So um, that is uh, the assignment number four, and um, hopefully that uh, is helpful for you. Okay, bye.